Podcast Answer Man, episode number 104. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Today, we are going to talk about telephone calls, Skyping, Skype to Skype. We're going to talk also about uh, some follow-up from the last episode. Sister Julie wanted to know also, is there any other monetary things I need to be concerned about? Additional costs when it comes to podcast production. So glad to be back with you with a yet another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. I'll be honest with you folks. When it comes down to it, I do a lot of podcasts, a lot of them I love. This is my favorite show. It is. The most passionate thing I could be passionate about is podcasting, new media. I love helping others to improve the audio quality of their shows, to help improve the effectiveness of building community with their shows, um, and, and just to do whatever it takes to get their message heard. I, and Not to mention the fact that I just like to talk. Okay? I admit it. You found me out. I like to talk. So here I am to talk once again. And last episode, number 103, I told you about Sister Julie and how she wanted to know if WordPress would be something that she could do both her blog on and also incorporate uh, the podcasting elements as well as the video streaming. She asked if there was other programs that needed to be included or installed. And, you know, I got so busy talking in that episode, so busy talking in that episode about how you would set it up in uh, with the different categories and how you could set the page up to show just one of the categories. And we got all that stuff. There's a, that was all very helpful, useful information. But I forgot to mention uh, and talk about a couple other things that she asked me to talk about. So I'm going to touch on those real briefly. And then I want to jump into this whole talk about Skype. So first off, is there anything else that you need other than WordPress to pull off uh, having a blog, a podcast, and streaming video on your site? And the answer is to, to that question is there are some other elements that you'll need, but none of them will cost money, for example, um, right off the bat, except for the hosting of media files, which we'll talk about that in just a second as well. So, first off, one of the things that you'll want is a plugin called Audio Player. It's made from one pixel out. And if you go to the show notes, oh goodness, now I've got to do show notes again. <laughs> All right, Audio Player Player plugin. I'm writing down in my notes here so that I know to put a link to that. So, you're going to need the Audio Player plugin. Uh, to make sure that you're able to have your podcast episodes have this little button that you can play. Now, some other folks out there will tell you about these plugins called PodPress, PowerPress, all these other presses. Uh, they're basically a plugin that allows it to do multiple different things. I'm not a fan of those. I have clients that use them. I have clients that don't use them. The ones who do use them end up giving me a lot more business because those things break when they upgrade to the latest version of uh, WordPress, but you know it, it keeps the food on the table as well. So we'll we'll just continue to allow them to use them. Although I do suggest that they get rid of it if they can. Um, anyway, so you'll want this plugin called Audio Player, and what a plugin is is it's additional code is all it is. It's it's not like a another program that you have to install. 
all you do is upload a couple files to this plugins directory that's inside your WordPress installation. In fact, if you go to, you sign in via FTP or if you log in via web interface to your server, you'll see your your folder where all your WordPress stuff is. You go in, you'll see a folder called WP-Content. You open that up and inside that you'll see a plugin, uh, folder called Plugins. You open that up and all you do is you upload uh, your audio player plugin folder right into that section and then you go into your settings on your WordPress side where it says plugins and if as long as you have uploaded that if you if you need to hit refresh and it will actually pull up and you'll see that the audio player is now listed and all you have to do is hit activate and then once you activate it you can go into the options and you'll see audio player options and then you can change the color of it you can change how wide it uh, opens up to uh, just lots of different options there so that's one plugin that I would say yeah you you'll want that now when it comes to streaming video how do you do streaming video well first of all I'm just gonna tell you right off the bat I've tried a lot of different services and Ustream.tv is my service of choice and I've been using them for a very long time so I go over to Ustream it's a free account you sign up and what you do is you set up a channel over there and you have the ability to get this code copy and paste if you've ever embedded a YouTube video in your blog it's the same thing only you the video the embed code is for your live streaming video player now you can create a page if you want you create a, a static page and and you could actually um, embed your video at the top and you could have a, sl- a small chat room below it or if your page is it has if your post area or page area has enough width you could actually post your your chat room on the left and have your video over on the right side of the chat room you can code it that way however um, the one thing that I do if you go to gspn.tv or podcastanswerman.com you'll see that on the right hand side of my screen you'll see the videos always there in my sidebar and how you do that is you go into your your custom theme settings and you edit the code on your sidebar.php and you embed the video right where you want it to appear on the sidebar. Now, if any of that sounds interesting to you and you are not quite sure that you want to give that a shot uh, and you have some other questions and some other advice that you'd like to have, I am available for podcast consulting. I mentioned this uh, in each episode now, so if that gets boring to you, I apologize, but I'm just trying to pay the bills here. Uh, just to let you know, I charge $95 an hour for the first hour or for the per hour, and then I, I charge in 15-minute increments after that, so there's a minimum of one hour. Uh, but I'd love to work with you personally, one-on-one, and, get, and help you get these things set up. So, so, and of course, there's a lot more that I do. If you want to find out what else I do and and discuss it, you can email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. You can also, and I'll tell you, this is my cell phone, so use it judiciously, please, 859-620-2644 if you want to schedule a call. You can also use that number, by the way, if you want to uh, talk about a free consulting call on equipment purchases. I give free consulting call on equipment purchases. And by the way, I have available almost any and every kind of audio equipment you might desire to make your audio sound great. All right. So with that all out of the way, um, that answers that additional question about what other software do you need? It, just a plug-in. And it's very simple to install if you need help. Again, I'm available for that. Um, and then embedding the video. Again, if you can embed a, 
uh, YouTube video. It's it's almost no difference. You just set up that account. If you need help with that, I can help as, as well. Uh, but those things outside of my consulting, but if you can do them on your own, th those things are free. They don't cost you anything additional. One other thing you're going to need uh, to to get the podcasting element off the ground outside of your normal expense of already hosting your own WordPress installation, which I happen to know that Sister Julie does have, uh, is you'll want to you want to have some kind of media file host for those MP3 files. You really don't want to upload those to your to your web host the same way that you you upload your your pictures the thing is your pictures might be as much as you know 300k or or 800k or maybe even a megabyte in size and you might have you know let's say 1200 people pulling up your site every day and if that's the case you know at most you're going to go through 1200 megabytes because that's 1200 people uploading or uh, pulling up that one megabyte file the thing is, though, is these podcast episodes, they can get around 30 to 50 to sometimes 100 megabytes in size, depending on what you're doing and how long your audio shows are and how good your audio quality is as far as compression is concerned. And by the way, if anybody's asking, I always try to stay around 128 kilobits per second for podcasts that include um, any kind of audio, kind of like my intro and outro music here. Uh, if it's only voice and I'm okay with just a little tinge of lost quality in my voice, which usually I'm not. Uh, but if I am okay with it, sometimes I'll go down to 96 kilobits per second. I hardly, rarely ever do 64. And the only time I do that is on Stephanie Unplugged, which is a plus member only podcast over at gspn.tv. And the audio quality there is already not the greatest, but people listen to it because they're really interested in the content and they don't go there just simply for the quality. Yeah, yeah, I just said all that with one breath. Hmm. Breathe in. Breathe out. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> all right. Can you tell I love what I do? I do. Folks, I I just love this. And and I'm so thankful that you're here along on this journey with me. Now, next up, we talked about all of that. Let's talk about Skype. A lot of people want to ask me questions about Skyping, um, doing Skype co-hosts. I've talked about this in the past. I'll certainly talk about it again in the future. There's no question about that. When it comes down to it, when you want to do a Skype to Skype interview, that's all. if you want to do an interview and the person's not face-to-face -face with you in the studio, in the studio, face-to-face -face with you is going to be your best audio quality especially if you got good gear like a Heil PR40 microphone or if you have pretty decent gear like a Shure SM58 or an RE50B or something like that. A good dynamic microphone is what you want. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, of condenser microphones unless you spend a good bunch of cash and you got a nice soundproof room. But anyway, uh, in-studio is going to be the best way to do your interviews. Second best way, really, honestly, the second best way to do an interview is out in public, uh, taking like your Edderall R-09HR recorder, or if you look, go back to episodes number 100 and 101, those are my audio and video reviews of the Tascam DR-07, which is $200 less than the Edderall. I think the Edderall is still a much better value for your money. And uh, if you're interested in either of those, contact me, please. Um, but anyway, I, going out in public and seeing somebody face to face, the important thing is when you're doing an interview, don't go try to find a, a quiet room. I so I went to PodCamp Nashville this weekend and they say, hey, guys, if you're looking for a place where you can go and it's quiet so you can interview somebody, 
there's these breakout rooms and you can go in there and you can interview. Don't do that. Don't do that because what you do is you get in there and, uh, and, and your interviews sound like this. So everybody, we're here and we're interviewing blah, 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 blah. And uh, do you hear? So, so we're going to try to have you in, uh, listen to the interview where um, you're going to hear what we're saying. But we recognize that really what you're hearing and you're probably distracted by is the fact that my voice is bouncing off of every room in the studio here. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's just not cool. Uh, What you want to do if you're going to go out and you're going to be out of the studio away from your dynamic microphone, then the best thing to do is to just go ahead and take your interviewee to a coffee shop where it's not extremely loud, but it's it's got some ambient noise, some clanking of dishes, some silverware chaining together, some people in the background having like just a hum of conversation behind you. Something that really sets the mood or the picture or, or the ambiance of this. And in fact, I have some, if you want to, at, at the very least, you could play around and just pretend that you're somewhere. Um, I'm going to see if I can do this real quick. I think I might have. Uh, let's just say you might want to, let's just say you're interviewing somebody who owns their own yacht. And so, all right, so we're out here on the open sea. I'm talking to John who just bought his first sailboat. John, what a great boat that you have here. And, uh, oh my gosh, did you see that whale? That was huge. Amazing. So, uh, anyway, let me stop that. So, obviously, that is fake ambient noise. Ambient noise, or whatever you want to call it. Ambiance. So, it's, that was fake. But the truth is, is that it helps paint a picture. If, if there's a water fountain next to you, uh, go, go relatively close to the water fountain so you can hear it in the background. Um, of course, the, the people who are driving on a long road trip who already have to go tinkle, um, and I say tinkle because I have kids. <laughs> I just said that, didn't I? Oh, I wish I edited sometimes. But anyway, uh, if they already have to go tinkle, they're going to be mad at you. But anyway, that that's just the breaks, man. Go out somewhere. Let there be some ambient noise in the background. That's going to give you the second best audio quality. The third best audio quality is not going to be a telephone interview. The third best audio quality is going to be getting somebody on Skype and talking to them. Let me let me give you actually that's not the, that's actually the fourth best. So let me give you an example first of the third best. The f- okay, here's the third best. The third best is where you're going to actually. Record everything locally on your end, and then you can either use Skype to talk to the other person or the phone to talk to the other person, but that other person has some decent recording equipment or at least some kind of recording equipment uh, in front of them, and they're going to record their end of the conversation as well. You're going to record only your side. They're going to record only their side, and later... You are. They're going to send you their recording, and you can put it together. And here's an example of what that sound like. Now, this is a. I will warn you. This is a very faith-based conversation. But this is somebody who uh, lives in Scotland, and I did an interview with him on a, a podcast that I produced called About the Church. And here's what that interview sounded like as the end product. This teaching is now when you read Acts in the Bible, you recognize that there was tens of thousands of faithful Christians. In the first century alone. Yes. So that just emphasises that the 144,000 must 
be a symbolic number. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So basically, you came to the realization through through the reading of scripture, God began to speak to you. Now, you were already talking about the fact that you were involved in one religion who who basically claims, you know, we know the way, the truth, you know, and, and we're the only one true church. We are the ones who who bring God's message to the earth. Nobody else uh, has, has anything else to add to this. Um, don't even evaluate it because we ha- we hold the truth. And, it, yeah. and, and I, I want to ask you the question, bec- and, and, I, and I say this from a sincere heart, and I'm not just asking this question, but why leave one religion that claims to be the only way for another religion that claims to be the only way? Again, that's a good question, Cliff. I, I, I don't feel I have left one religion for another religion. When, we, when, when Gail and I read with open minds the Bible, it became really, really obvious that, that Jesus is the way, Jesus is the truth, and Jesus is life. So we don't feel we've left a religion and gone to another religion. We feel we've left a religion and instead we've developed a faith, a faith in Jesus. Um, and I think that's the really important thing, you know, where... All right, so there you go. I, I warned you that it was a very faith-oriented interview, but I, what I wasn't trying to do is is trying to show off uh, the, the faith end of that. Although I, I, it was an awesome interview and I love it. It was matter of fact, that's uh, about the church podcast episode number 70. If you are interested in hearing the rest of it, uh, that is you can go to atcpodcast.com. About the church podcast is ATP, atcpodcast.com. We'll get you there. Anyway, the whole idea of, of sharing that with you was to share the audio quality. Now, what he had was he was he was in his home and he had an Edderall R-09 and he had that sitting on his desk in front of him. He and I were talking via Skype, and on my end, I was recording my audio in the studio. And so you can see that sounded awesome. I mean, it, it just an awesome sound. Now here, okay, so that's the third best solution for doing an interview. Here is the fourth best. The fourth best of, of doing an interview is Skype to Skype. This is where you're going to be talking to the other person. They, they are on Skype, on their computer. You're dialing them with Skype. And this is going to be completely dependent on whether or not how your audio quality, I'm sorry, your bandwidth is and how their bandwidth is. And also, it's going to depend a lot on your the, the quality of the equipment, the microphone that they're using to talk to you in uh, or talk to you with. And uh, let me give you an example of Skype to Skype. Now, this isn't this is not an interview, but instead, um, this is going to be a podcast episode of Help I Got a Mac. Let me pull this one up for you right here. Well, that's awesome. That is very awesome. That makes that makes me feel good. I'm glad that people can can enjoy their computer and they've made a, a good decision. And hopefully that uh, we're giving them good advice. Absolutely. And, and feel free to call in these questions. The phone number is area code 859-795-4067. We are always glad to help as much as we can. Safari 4. I never use Safari. I, <laughs> I, I think I've used Safari on my MacBook three times in the last year and a half. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of Safari. But Safari 4 is awesome. Tell me about Safari 4. Okay, Safari 4, currently in beta. You can go to apple.com slash Safari to download it. Uh, it's basically the, the next version of Safari. And what's cool about it is 
it's super fast. Okay, so anyway, it goes on from there, but you can tell my audio quality, very studio quality, his quality, uh, it's not bad, not bad. In fact, um, Skype gives a very awesome sound. In in fact, if if Chris were to use a high PR forty with a microphone, uh, or, or with a mixer, and then going into his line in on his mic on his MacBook, he would actually sound even better. And the the dec- the degradation in audio quality would be minimal. Uh, but it, it's still going to have a little bit of the vo- voice over IP. And occasionally, especially if if something happens, somebody else in the household starts downloading a BitTorrent or any kind of slowdown of the network traffic. If you're on cable modem and you live in a neighborhood where just every single teenager in town is, is downloading movies and music and software, um, it, it's going to slow down. And then all of a sudden you have that Skype dropout or that garble sound. And that's not cool. And they start sounding like robots. So that it's not consistent. It's not always going to be the best sound. But for the most part, it is a great solution. So Skype to Skype for an interview is a great solution. A lot of people are asking, you know, what about Skype as an option for um, telephone interviews. And Skype does have this ability to do telephone interviews out. And I've, I've been getting a lot of questions regarding Skype versus telephone, you know, Skype out versus using a, a digital audio bridge. If you go to the podcast, let's see here, this is episode 104. I'm going to put a picture of the broadcast host in this, or actually I'm going to, in a link to uh, a diagram that I did. And link to post. <coughs> All right. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put some information about my broadcast host audio equipment. The thing is, is I have a lot of people say, how can I do telephone interviews? And my answer to the question is there's an almost free way. And there's a, there's a way that's going to cost you $459 for a piece of equipment plus another 40 bucks, 30 to five, 35 to 40 bucks for two cables so that it'll hook up to your mixer. And so here's what I explain. First and foremost, telephone audio quality, whenever somebody's on the phone, they're always going to sound like they're on the phone. And you, you know that on the phone sound. Everybody knows it. And the reason for that is audio on a phone call is limited to 8,000 hertz and, and as far as the sample rate. And that's a very low quality sample rate. And, and you're losing some of the audio quality from the original sound of the voice. Which is not bad. I mean, we're we're used to it. So if you're doing an interview, it's always best, in my opinion, if you are sounding like you're in studio quality and the other person sounds like they're on the phone. There, the other option. There is another option, and I'll talk to that. Talk about that in a minute. So, so the the idea here is that some people would like to use Skype to use the Skype out, which is the ability to use your Skype on your computer and use Skype to dial the phone number and connect you to somebody's telephone. It does work. It will work. But the quality is, first of all, you've already got a low 8,000 hertz audio signal from the telephone. Then you also have a little bit of the voice over IP uh, sound degrading that audio quality of the phone call even a little bit further and not to mention the fact that Skype will sometimes give you that garbly sound and occasionally you'll lose a Skype will drop the call. Now when I'm working with a co-host, it's not a big deal if Skype draws, drops our call. In fact, when I was actually in, when I was interviewing um Mark Hunter that first uh, interview I played from about the church, 
during the middle of our call, he was talking to me and Skype dropped our call. We actually used Skype to call here from the United States to him and in Scotland, completely 100% for free. But we did not want the audio quality that was that was coming from Skype. That long of a distance, it was it was not the best audio quality. I did have it recorded, however, just in case his recording failed or something like that. I had some I had many backups just in case. I want it was an important interview for me. I wanted it to happen. And I made sure that I had it every way possible. Now, the thing is, is we lost our Skype connection halfway through for no apparent reason whatsoever. And so the recorder, both of our recorders were still continuing on. And um, and then what happened was we I, I dialed him back up. We got connected again. We tried to remember where we left off and we went forward. And if you listen to that episode number 70 of About the Church, you won't be able to find out where we left off. It's impossible. I, I covered it up perfectly. So... Um, Skype is going to drop a call every now and then. It's just going to happen. And the more often you do Skype, whether it be Skype out for a telephone or the, just Skype to Skype, the more often you do it, the more often you're going to experience um, these these dropped calls. Now, it's not a big deal. Here, And I always tell people, listen, if you're only going to do maybe one uh, phone call every other month and it's and it's somebody that's going to be patient and you can explain to them, say, listen, I'm using cutting edge technology to pull off the recording of this and all of that's jazz, and they're going to be okay if it disconnects that you'll call them right back, then go the Skype out route. It is so much cheaper. But if you're going to be recording interviews on a consistent basis, um, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and those interviews are with people that are very hard to get in touch with, and their time is money kind of deal, or or they're very busy people that, you know, for me, I do TV show fan podcasts. If I get an actor on the show, I've got 15 minutes from beginning to end, or sometimes five minutes from beginning to end to, to get this interview done. Then, then those are important calls, and I'm not going to let Skype screw that up for me. So for me, I go the route of a broadcast host, which Jake audio broadcasters, which is a digital hybrid. There are other digital hybrids out there. I sell them all, by the way. Just want to let you know if you're interested. Um, The broadcast host is what I use when I go down to consult with my clients that have radio shows down in the radio stations here locally and around the world. Uh, most of the time, I when I walk into the producer's booth, they have a they have the same piece of equipment that I have in my studio and their studio, which is the JK Audio broadcast host. Now, what that does is it allows me to bring the phone line in to the call. So here, let me uh, just unmute the board here and uh, hit the call button. Let's see. Let me do it again. So basically what I can do is I could have uh, somebody dialed in. They could actually call into my studio and I could talk to them through my microphone. Everything gets recorded just like you heard uh, the dial tone there, that would be their voice being recorded. So it comes through nice and good and clear. The good thing is that it's just the telephone quality. You're not reducing it via voice over IP. I've never had the broadcast host disconnect a call. Uh, 10 times out of 10, I get an excellent recording from the broadcast host. So it, it's $459 for that piece of equipment plus two cables that you need to hook it up to your mixer. So the question is, which one do I choose? Well, it's it's kind of how important is the interview to you? Uh, what hap- How patient is the other end going to be if you need to reconnect to them? You know, all of those kind of things need to be uh, considered. Now, I have a question that came in from a listener, and I'm going to go ahead and play this whole audio clip here. Hey, Cliff, this is John McGowan with the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast calling. Hey, I need your help. I have a guest host who, uh, you'll just have to listen to it, but I have an audio issue in that I've been unable to correct. 
She's under a kind of limited budget and we started with a basic headset microphone on Skype. She's recently upgraded to an MXL 990 USB mic. The same problem exists. You can listen to it and you can and you'll hear exactly what the problem is. Oh, and forgive me for the audio. I'm sitting in the Milwaukee airport as I record this. But anyway, yes, if, as an instructor, if you're going to approach someone, and, and you can tell sometimes people are pretty defensive and they don't, they kind of give off this air that they don't want help. So you need to present it as, I have some information that will help you. Is it okay if I give you this information? Ask permission. What do you think? Is that something you can identify as a problem? I just love to help her and because she has just a beautiful voice. Also, she's been on a num number of other podcasts and the same harshness and the slur, whatever you want to call it, exists. Love some help. Thank you. All right. I think that was Jim. And Jim, thank you for your call and your question here for the Podcast Answer Man. By the way, uh, he emailed his in. You can do that at po cliff at podcastanswerman.com. That's C-L-I-F-F at podcastanswerman.com. Uh, you can also call in your questions if you want at area code 859-795-4067. That's our voicemail line, 859-795-4067. Now, uh, Jim, getting back to that, I first of all, when I heard, you actually sent this in with an email, and when I read your email, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to call me up. He's got an issue with garbly sound. You know, it's going to sound and I thought that that's the audio quality. I want to just say, first of all, first and foremost, the, the call sounded excellent. The, the quality of the, the, the Skype connection is perfect, uh, as, as good as Skype can usually be. Now, as far as the sounds and stuff like that, uh, there are two things that I'm going to tell you. She's got two things working against her. Number one, she's going straight from a microphone into... Uh, USB into the computer. That's that's problem number one. Problem number two is she's using um, a condenser microphone. Actually, it's got a third problem. Uh, condenser microphone probably wouldn't be as big of an issue, but she's using a cheap, and and, and I don't mean this in a in a demeaning ba demeaning way. But when I say cheap, an extremely inexpensive uh, MXL 990 microphone. I think those run about 50, 65 bucks. Uh, I think I've even seen them as low as 39 bucks these days. They look professional, and they're built to look professional at a very low cost, but they produce the audio quality of, of what you just heard. Now, first and foremost, I want to tell you, you heard her audio there, and you heard the stuff. I could not get it completely out because once it's there, it's, it's in there. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this for you. And this actually sounds a little better, and this is just her portion of the audio you sent in to me with doing a little uh, um, a little di a bit of processing on the audio. But anyway, yes, if, as an instructor, if you're going to approach someone, and, and you can tell sometimes people are pretty defensive and they don't, they kind of give off this air that they don't want help. So you need to present it as, I have some information that will help you. Is it okay if I give you this information? Ask permission. Okay, so there you go. I, if you listen to those two side by side, you'll hear that that is an improvement. But I still hear what you're talking about when she does the S's sounds. So the, now I'm going to tell you, let me let me show you. First, I said the first problem, the first issue is that she's going straight from USB into the, into the, um, 
into the to the computer. So here is my sound. Oh, I pushed the wrong knob. Here we go. Here is my high. So here, I, what I'm doing now is I'm hooked into my mixer. But if I turn my my um, highs up really high, you can hear the hiss and my sound really loud. And also, let me uh, get rid of my pop filter. Hello, this is. My name is Cliff. Um, I'm trying to think of Sally sounds like, oh, there we go. Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. Now, what I can do, and and this is without my pop filter, which you can hear it's pop, pop, peas. Without my pop filter, I sound like this. And with my highs turned all the way up, I sound like this. Sally seashells, Sal, Sue, Sal. And then I can turn my, my EQ up a little bit and take the highs out. And so I say, Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. And that's helped some of it. And then, of course, I put my pop filter in front of me. Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. So first and foremost, uh, getting a microphone that plugs into a mixer and then the, having the mixer send the audio to the computer, what that does first and foremost, it gives you a little bit of an EQ settings. Like if my if I had a real tinty voice, I could add more bass to my voice. If I had a deep bassy voice like I have, I could actually take my bass out a little bit. And so there, and then of course I could play with my mid my midsection audio. And this is whoa, wow, that's way too much there. And so you can see that. There are there are every, almost every mixer, not every mixer, but almost every mixer, and all the mixers that I sell, by the way, which you can purchase from me at podcastanswerman.com or by calling me directly. Um, all of my mixers come with a, a a minimum EQ of high, mid, and low, and you definitely want to adjust that. In fact, let me get my highs back to where they're supposed to be right here. So anyway, um, yeah, so that's that's the one issue. The second issue being that it's condenser. First of all, I heard the echo of the room in the background. And the other, the part of this is that the condenser microphones are super sensitive. Um, they are going to pick up every single s- sound that you make, and including it's going to be super sensitive to the high S sounds. Uh, it, moving to a dynamic microphone with a windscreen on it, such as the Shure SM58, is going to improve your quality drastically, and that that would run you right around uh, ninety nine bucks or so, and that that right there first and foremost would would do it of course you'd need a mixer to go with that and those run about 70 bucks and that that's going to be a majority of it and then of course um adjusting the the high levels down a little bit and then it also has to do a lot with mic placement now it seems to me like she's talking directly right into and right on that microphone which is is what you want to do on a dynamic microphone but you don't want to do on a condenser microphone you you really have to kind of speak off to the side a little bit and um anyway that that's a little bit about that so so jim i hope that helps answer your question i don't think it's her skype it's not her computer it is definitely her microphone and uh i i'm 100 certain that that's your issue there now i got another email that came in from somebody else and i'm not going to look it up here right now um, but it was more of a, a direct question from me is from another gym. And he says, basically, hey, Cliff, I've got an issue. I'd like to hire you for some consulting work uh, for, you know, maybe an hour or two. If you can help me troubleshoot what's going on here, it'll definitely be well worth it for me. And I emailed him back uh, and told him that, you know, unfortunately, that's not 
that's not going to be the type of consulting work that I do. But here, let me go ahead and just give you some free advice, and it should help you to troubleshoot and, and fix your problem. Uh, whenever there's something that that I don't think is worth, you know, an hour's worth of my time, and I can just give you the answer real quickly, I'd prefer to just do that if if I can, um, if I have the time. And if I don't have the time, then I generally will do that uh, here in the podcast Answer Man podcast. But I went ahead and gave him this advice. Here's the issue: he had he was going to do a podcast where they were consistently going to have a co-hosted solution, where in two different locations they were going to have two people on Skype. So, I mean, it was going to be a stationary studio on both ends, but one person was going to be in one area, in one location on Skype. The other person was going to be on the other location in Skype, on Skype. Now, with this, they were having some issues where no matter what happened, no matter how many times they tried and all the different things they tried to fix on their end, they, they were having some garbled sound with Skype. They couldn't get it to work um, with with decent quality at all. And so he's like, can you help me troubleshoot this? And he said, basically, when, you know, that, well, he, here's the deal. Let me just go ahead and just give you the, the step-by-steps. Number one, I suggested that first and foremost, that they tr- stop trying to do test calls with each other and they take computer A and try to do a Skype call with somebody else who consistently has a record of having great quality Skype sounds. And then um, if that works great, then you know that computer is fine. If you go to computer B and they try to Skype somebody, uh, doing Skype to Skype with somebody who has a a track record of having excellent calls every single time, then, uh, then see if that computer uh, that is one, the one that's having the issue because it's chances that both are having an issue at the same time, not very likely, just not going to be likely. So here are a couple things. So in essence, if you do that, you're going to find that one of those computers is, is the culprit. Now, first and foremost, what you want to do is uh, find once you find the one that's having the bad connection, then what you want to do is a couple of things. First of all, you want to make sure you have the most recent update to Skype. And if that doesn't work, then what he he did mention that it was older computers that he's using, then I would suggest rolling back to a previous version of Skype to see if that helps fix it. And those are available by the way online and let me see if I can find it for you. Yeah, here we go. It's called oldapps.com, old apps.com/skype.php. So you can go there and they have all the previous versions of Skype that you can download. So basically try an older version of Skype and then do that call to that person who has a, a wonderful track record of having great calls and see if any of those improve your quality. If those don't, try different microphone. Um, see if that is your if your is your culprit. Um, but if you can't do it with the changing of different versions of Skype, you can't do it with the changing of the hardware, uh, then what I would say is that you want to try, and, and if this is really important to you, you want to take a look at uh, trying a different ISP. If you're on cable modem, try DSL. If you're on DSL, try co- cable modem. Uh, take that computer to a di- take that computer somewhere else that has a different ISP. Uh, different service provider. Um, take it home. At home, do you, does that person is that person able to get good Skype calls from the home location? Take that computer home with all of its equipment and set it up the same exact way and see if it works there. And if it works there, then you know 
that it's your your ISP and maybe you can just switch over from cable to DSL or vice versa. If it's none of that, then I would try a different computer. And what I would do is I would take somebody from home that has a great computer and then take that computer into the studio uh, there at that location and make sure it works from there. And if that's the case and it works great, then what you need is a new computer. So that's gonna that's pretty much going to solve your issues there. One last thing, and it is uh, last resort when we're talking about these co-hosted shows and we're talking about uh, interviews by phone. There is another option, and it is completely free. It's it's almost always reliable. But it's very low on the um, convenience scale, and it's very low on the overall quality of the the sound uh, feel. And that is where both you and your interviewee, or both you and your co-host, are on the phone together. And you use a service such as uh, Free Conference Call, or TalkShoe.com, or any of these other places out there that where you can both dial in to an 800 number or a, or a long distance number for that matter, doesn't matter. Uh, but you dial into a phone line, you type in uh, a four, five, six, 22 pin digit digit pin number, and finally you get in and you're connected to one another and you start talking and you hit a little code on your phone to have it start recording or you have a panel on your computer, you can hit start recording and have it record that way. The thing is, is then you both you and your interviewee are on the phone and you both are recorded at 8,000 hertz and well, the quality is just not that great. Anyway, folks, that is my um, review of answering some of those questions. Hopefully you found this stuff very useful. Again, I love doing the podcast Answer Man. This is my favorite show to produce. I'm so thankful to have all of you out there as audience members and listeners. But not only that, for those of you who are gspn.tv plus members, totally awesome. I thank you for that. Supporting this content. Maybe you're already an excellent podcaster and uh, you don't need any consulting and you've already got all the equipment that you need. And you just want to say, wow, I am inspired to always think of new ideas, creative way of doing things. And I really appreciate Cliff Ravenscraft and the Podcast Answer Man. You can help support this programming by just simply becoming a Plus member. And if you want to learn what that is, go over to gspn.tv slash plus. And uh, I really want to encourage some folks to do that. Um, Helps really. That's what really makes the world spin around over here. But also, if you do need some consulting, you want somebody to help you get your WordPress installed, set up, uh, set you up with the right hosting account over at GoDaddy and and uh, getting you WordPress installed, helping you to get a, a theme that looks halfway decent and then kind of uh, getting it set up to look the way you want it to look, to have your own look and feel to it. Um, all of those things, how to get your Libsyn account set up, how to set up your feeds through FeedBurner, getting set up in iTunes. Those are the things that, you know, really, I I can just help you nail those things out in about two or three hours and uh, save you about two or three weeks of research. Just remember this. When it comes to consulting, paralysis is analysis. Uh, You you sometimes suffer from paralysis of analysis. And uh, that's really where I come in and and I shine, I believe, is so many people are analyzing how to do this, how to do that. And they're reading people's reviews and they say, do this and and the next person says, no, don't do that. And the next person says, yes, do this. You're just going to go around in circles and you'll never get things off the ground. I can help you do that. I am available for one-on-one consulting. I've already mentioned my rates in this episode. Um, I'll say my phone number once again. This is my cell phone number. So use it judiciously, please. Area code 
2644. Again, that's 859-620-2644. Use that number to call me if you want to discuss an uh, audio equipment that would meet your needs. We can get that all put together for you, a special custom package just for you. And with all the cables and wires you'll need, no running out for adapters and waiting two or three days for new equipment that you forgot to purchase or didn't know you needed. Uh, We take care of it all. And not only that, but um, if you want to schedule a consulting call, that's the number you call. But also, if you want to leave some feedback for this show, if you got a question for the Podcast Answer Man show and you think other people will benefit from its answers, you can leave it on our voicemail line, that phone number, area code 859-795-4067. Area code 859-795-4067. Don't forget to leave comments on the blog. Don't forget to check out the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. There's a podcasting section there. You can, If you do your own podcast, you can even promote it as a GSPN community member. This podcast is a member of the gspn.tv podcast network. Check it out over at gspn.tv. We'll talk to you later. God bless and bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Tell somebody else about podcastanswerman.com. Podcast